Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today we're going to talk about failure. I'm very excited to talk about this topic because I fail all the time and I have a very odd way of thinking about it. We've talked about my aversion to reading directions and I have to figure it out myself. So of course you can imagine some of the pieces of furniture I've gotten from Ikea that don't look anything like they're supposed to. Drawers without bottoms and shelves without backs. All kinds of stuff that I've messed up over time. And that's just with respect to putting furniture together, right? So I want to talk about failure. Maybe you are looking for a job. Maybe you are trying to get a promotion. Perhaps you're struggling with public speaking. And your vision is that you should have a job this week, or why haven't you gotten a promotion? If you were doing better, you would be director or VP or whatever level it is you're you're aiming for, right? Maybe you should be able to just stroll out on a stage in front of whatever number of people and feel comfortable, no problem. You've been practicing at this for a long time, and why is it just not clicking, okay? Whatever it is that you're struggling with getting from where you are now until where you envision you're supposed to be, what are you looking at your progress like? How are you examining it? Are you just thinking about the fact that I should be doing this? Why am I not here? Why am I messing this up? Why can't I get this right? Let's take the job hunting focus for right now because it's so easy to feel like you're a failure when you're job searching. All of us have been there at some point. You've had an interview, you've had a conversation, you've got it in your head that you're going to go after this job and for whatever reason it doesn't pan out. And the first thing we're going to do is sit around and think about all of the things that we think that we messed up on. All of the ways that we failed. All of the ways that we could have done better. What does Albert Einstein say, right? I haven't failed at making a light bulb. I've just found 10,000 ways that it wouldn't work. It's such a powerful statement to think about that in anything that you do. Because you may not have gotten that job. You may have totally tanked the interview. You might have sent a resume that was just a hot mess and you didn't realize it and someone else looks at it and is like what is this person doing they have no idea what it is that they want they don't match this position what are they thinking why are they applying it doesn't even come close to what we're looking for you may or may not even realize it right the reason why you weren't successful may have totally been on you it may have had nothing to do with you But regardless, you sitting around and beating yourself up about the fact that you failed is not helping you get closer to the job. It's so easy for us to go there and and blame ourselves and get really frustrated. The folks that are super successful in getting to that end mark are the ones, like Albert Einstein, that can sit back and look at all of the different elements that went into the effort. Now you're going to look at all of the different things that went into the interview that you didn't do well on, per your mind, right? 
Think about all of the things that went right. You got there on time. You looked sharp in your new suit. You researched the company so you were able to throw a few things in there to make them know that you had done your research and you were passionate about the company. Maybe they asked you a question that you hadn't prepared for and you stumbled on it and you didn't have a good answer. You weren't really sure what to say. Okay. Could that have cost you the position? Maybe. Could it not have anything to do with it? Maybe. But what does that do for you for your next interview? That's another question that you can add to your prep list so that you are ready to go for the next interview so that you can be quick on your feet. You also have all of the other questions that they asked you. You can come home and write them all down and make sure that your answers for all of those things are really great. Okay, you could come home and woe is me and honestly, do that for 15 minutes, do it for 30 minutes, hell, do it for an evening, okay? But tomorrow, get up and look at all of the things that went well, all of the things that you can take with you to the next interview to make you better and better and better. Because listen, folks, even if you get the job, but you're still stressing about what it is that went wrong in it, for that time period until you hear back from them. All of those things help make you a better professional. All of those areas that you recognize that you need growth, you need development, you need practice, those are all areas that you can work on, right? If you didn't get the job because you didn't have the degree that they needed or you weren't able to work the hours that are available, those things are out of your control. So that doesn't matter. That's not failure. That's just out of your control. But if there are things like you didn't articulate a really good description of how you had tackled that problem in the past, but you know you have, you can fix that. You can work on that. You can practice that. You can create a story or a narrative that goes along with that should that question come along. Okay? And maybe that doesn't even matter because you end up getting the job. But you will be able to take all of that experience of the things that went well and didn't go well for the next time you have to interview. Perhaps it's not even for a job interview. Maybe it's just a public speaking thing. Maybe it's just how you interact with people. You, you felt that you came off very quiet and shut down, or maybe you came off and you felt that you were too boisterous and obnoxious and in their face and you need to adjust your communication style. Maybe it's just how you entered the room. Whatever it is that you're seeing as a failure, as something that you didn't do correctly. Nine times out of ten, if it's something like that, you can fix it. You can work on it. You can make it better. Like I said, if it's something that's completely out of your control, that's not failure. That's just not in your control. Maybe the, the position requires you to move to Thailand, right? And you have a family, you have stuff to do. You, you can't pick up and move your stuff to, to Thailand. Sounds like an amazing job, but that's not a failure. That's just not the right fit, okay? And we need to be able to recognize that there are so many things in almost every situation that we're doing right and build on those and the things that we can control and adjust those are the things we work on. Now, considering things as a failure, let's take a look at, you know, if you are working in a company now and you're looking to get a promotion and it seems like everything you try to do falls apart. You try to do a presentation and you feel like you you messed it up. You weren't clear with your messaging. Your slides didn't work. Your technology was a mess. No one showed up. Okay. 
all things that you can fix, all things that you can work on to make better for the next time. Okay, those are not failures, those are learning experiences. And we learn and we grow every day in some way. We're constantly evolving, we're constantly learning what it is that we can be doing a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. We may not want to view ourselves that way, right? Because sometimes we kind of get in our heads that, hey, I am amazing. I am amazing. I don't need to improve. I don't need to get better. I am amazing at putting furniture together without instructions. We all know this is baloney. That's not true. I can figure it out eventually. Is it the right thing to do? Probably not because it takes me three times as long most of the time to do this stuff. It's not a good use of my time, but it's one of those things that I have dug my heels in and sometimes I use the instructions if it's super complicated, but only as a last resort. And I know that if I was really looking to be better at putting together furniture, I would be reading those directions. Okay. I recognize that that is my stubbornness to not grow in that area. Luckily, how often do you put together furniture? When you're looking for a job or you're trying to get promoted or you're struggling with public speaking, maybe you are struggling with your teams, you're not communicating well and that you just can't figure out what it is that's going wrong and you feel like you're failing at this. People are not listening to what you're talking to them about. They're not following through with what you're asking them to do. They're constantly bringing you stuff that's wrong and not what you're asking them to do. And you're thinking as a supervisor, as a manager, as a boss, I'm a failure. I am no good at this. I cannot figure it out. Okay, so that's the first step. The first step is recognizing that there's a problem here that you need to diagnose. You need to take a look at what's going on and figure out how to fix it. But again, it's not a failure because you are obviously doing something right because they're coming to you with some kind of work, right? So they at least got the message that you wanted them to do something. Now you just have to figure out why they're not doing what it is that you're asking them to do. What is breaking down here? Am I not being clear in my request? Am I not following up with them to make sure they understand the request? It may be on their side, but you do have to follow up to make sure that they understand, right? Recognizing the things that we're doing wrong or not doing well is not the holistic view of, of the world is coming to an end and picking it apart and looking at the little things that are going right and assessing them can make all of the difference, right? I don't know if it's possible to grow without failure. I, I, I am pretty sure that there's no one on the planet that's ever not failed at anything. Ever go to a restaurant and the server puts a plate down in front of you and says, careful, it's hot. What is the first thing we all want to do? We all want to test it. We want to put our hand on that hot dish that they've just used a potholder to put in front of us, but we want to test it just in case. Are they sure it's hot? Maybe their version of hot is not my version of hot. So I'm, I'm just going to check. And then when our fingers burnt and we're grumpy or we've taken a forkful of whatever it is right off the bat and we've taken, you know, the skin out of our mouth and the rest of our dinner tastes terrible, then we're looking at ourselves like, you moron, why did you do that? What were you thinking? You couldn't just follow instructions, right? That's a failure for us to follow instructions. They told us what was going on. We chose to ignore it. Okay, 
Now you know, the next time a server puts that down in front of you, you're going to think, mm, maybe I'm not going to test that theory this time. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just going to wait till that steam goes down a little bit before I put that food in my mouth. Maybe I'm not going to touch that plate because it could be as hot as that last time. You may or may not learn the first time. Sometimes we have to fail a few times. Sometimes we have to fail a lot of times and do it over and over and over again. Look at Einstein, 10,000 times to make a light bulb. But he learned every single time different ways that weren't working and different parts of the process that were working. So you're getting closer and closer and closer to your solution the more data you're gathering from every experience that you have. Maybe you're trying to work on your network and you're reaching out to folks, you're going to networking events, and it just doesn't feel like you're making connections with people. But the more you do it, and the more people you meet, and the more at ease you feel with yourself, and the more you work on your little elevator pitch, and the more genuine and authentic you become in those interactions, the more and more the connections become true, right? And you're meeting more people, and the more you're doing it, the better you're getting. You may not even realize it, but you're failing. You're failing each time because you're not making a connection in the beginning, but then you're you're growing from it. You're internally, you're listening. Gosh, maybe I was too in their face. Maybe my handshake was a little too firm. Maybe my hand fish, my hand, my hand fish. See, my handshake was a little bit too much like a wet fish. I was getting ahead of myself because those handshakes make me crazy. Maybe my handshake was a little bit too much like a girl and too like a wet fish. And I need to be more assertive. Okay. Maybe I spoke too loudly. Maybe I wasn't clear in, in what it was that I was saying. A lot of times with those kinds of interactions, we adjust without even really overanalyzing it because it just kind of comes from there. And that's a great example of how we're failing, but adapting and taking all of the positive responses that we get and incorporating them into the next one. Have you ever been to a networking event where you walk up to the first person and it just doesn't feel like a warm connection? It's kind of like, meh, well, all right. I know for me, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, what can I do different than the next one? And it, like I said, it's not even a full conscious thought for the most part, especially if it's a busy event because you're moving from one person to the next to the next. But at the end of the night, if I look back at the people that I made connections with, you see that through the night, it gets easier and easier the longer you're there because you kind of being back, you feel more comfortable, you're incorporating all of the positive feedback, reducing all the negative feedback and using that as you continue forward. Not to mention the fact that you're becoming more relaxed because you're doing it over and over again. Perhaps it just has to do with the glass of beer or wine that you had to kind of put you at ease. Whatever it is, you are taking all of that information, that data that you're gathering, each person that you're meeting, and incorporating that into your approach, whether you're realizing it or not, okay? So whatever it is that you're trying to do, maybe you're just trying to learn a new skill, trying to get better at your day-to-day -day job, maybe you're trying to be more organized, maybe you're trying to, to build better products, write better, make better spreadsheets, build better presentations, whatever it is in your, in your job that you're doing, science experiments, any kind of crazy stuff that you're doing, you are gathering information for all of the things that aren't working and trying to make them better. It's very different when we're talking about failing in public and failing in private. 
okay? And that was one other thing that I want to talk about here because I understand when we're talking about you trying to get better at your, your organizational skills or your general job skills, maybe you're trying to learn something else, is a little bit different when the only person that knows that you're screwing it up is you. It's, it's, it was a little bit different when I was single and putting furniture together and I could laugh it off and be like, oh, you're an idiot. Why would you do this? And then redo it. It's a little different now that I'm married and I put the stuff together and my husband comes home and looks to me and is like, did you put that together? What, what is that? That's not a bookshelf. I thought you were going to put a bookshelf together, right? It's a little more embarrassing. I do give it a little more thought. Although, like I said, that's just kind of me. So we own it. But when you're talking about job searching... That is very public, right? And I think that that's my number one thought here. Public speaking is another one because you're in public. So it feels so much more consequential when we feel that we fail because we feel like others are looking at us and others are judging us and others are considering us as a failure. And while our own internal voice is often the loudest when it comes to that, it still feels like it's coming from other people and they're they're judging us and, and thinking that we failed and we're awful and we messed up and we didn't do things right and what were we thinking, okay? Like I said, most of the time, that voice is way louder in our head than it is to others. I mean, again, take interviewing. Those people are interviewing how many people? So you come out of an interview and you feel like you failed it. You royally messed it up. It's awful. You embarrass yourself. You feel awful. Those people are going to go and meet 10 more people today. Probably somebody else is going to feel the same way you feel. And maybe they were even worse. Maybe they weren't worse. Maybe neither one of you failed. You just weren't the right match. Okay. But for us in our little bubble, in our little world, in our head, we see it as the end all be all. We totally messed it up. What are we doing? How do I fix this? I'm never going to get the job. I'm never going to find a position. Take a deep breath and think about all of the different things that went right. All of the things that didn't feel right. Take inventory of them. Think about ways you can make it better and continue to hone the process. Okay, it will make it easier and less stressful. And just like networking events, the more you do, the more comfortable you will feel because it's like practicing riding a bike, right? The first time you get on the bike, you fall down, you skin your knee, you get back on it, you skin the other knee, you get back on it. Next thing you know, you got, you know, scrapes on your nose or scrapes on your chin, scrapes on your elbow. But we keep getting back on the bike and eventually we're going down the street in a very wobbly nature, but we're making it on the bike because we know, all right, we got on the bike and I fell off because I didn't keep pedaling fast enough. All right, so I have to pedal faster. Then you get on the bike and you pedal too fast and then you fall over. Okay, all right, not too fast, not too slow. Now we have to get it in the middle. Then you wiggle in the wheel, the, the handlebars, trying to steady yourself once you are going and you start wobbling and you tip over again. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be wobbling the handlebars like I was. All the way along, you're learning through the process of all of the things that you're doing wrong and adjusting them and tweaking them and honing them and making yourself better and better and better. And that is not a failure in any way because you are taking the time to be 
great at whatever it is you're doing. You're taking the time to invest your positive thoughts in yourself and your efforts in yourself to get better at whatever it is you're trying to do. If you're trying to get in front of a room, you're you're going to do a speech and every time you get up there, it seems like little things keep going wrong. Tweak the little things. Practice your presentation. Stand in front of friends and family. Stand in front of a video camera. Try and do it with some kind of a, a, a fun story. Present something entertaining to your family just as a practice, those kinds of things so that the, the stakes aren't as high and you get more and more comfortable. Well, none of us are going to be perfect. We're just not, but we can always be better and concentrating and on all of the things we think we failed at instead of pulling from the things that we are doing right is not the way to get to perfection. Even if you could reach perfection Focusing on failure is not the way to perfection. Focus on what you can do. Focus on what you can improve. Focus on how you can do it better. Focus on all of the things that you are really doing well. Build upon those things. I know feeling like you messed up is a terrible feeling. But imagine if the next time you do something, it might be today, it might be tomorrow, it might be next week. Imagine if the next time you feel like you failed at something, you wallowed in that for a few minutes and then you sat down and said, you know what? It wasn't such a failure because I learned this and this and I know that I can adjust this and that and I know that next time I'm going to be even better at all of those things. So while this may not have happened, this may not have worked, this may not have come through for me, I know that whatever happens next will be better. I hope you have an amazing week of lots of failures that you can learn from and grow from and be even more amazing next week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.